everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning Christmas week edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. That wasn't even a quarter second delay. How are you? I'm doing very well, obviously. As I can tell by... Yes. Yes, you you are on point today. Yeah, on top of my game. That's right. Ready for Christmas. Holidays have you pumped. Yeah, pumped. drinking eggnog and eating candy canes and... I'm high on sugar. Is that what's going on here? High on sugar, pretty much. All right. What do we have going on today? Well, in case you didn't manage to get all the presents that you needed to, the Disney Parks blog has put out a feature on some last-minute do-it-yourself gifts that you can make. That's right. If you're like me and you're a last-minute shopper, you can just head over to the Disney Parks blog and check out some of their do-it-yourself gift ideas. Uh, It's everything from creating Mickey Mouse snowflakes to hot chocolate gifts, Disney scarves, how to make wine wraps, how to make a Yule log... Um, all of these are by, uh, some of the influencers we've mentioned over the past few months that Disney has started working with a lot of these Instagrammers and YouTubers. Um, you can make ornaments, you can make gingerbread Mickeys, you can do hand-drawn holiday cards. So a lot of gift ideas are there for you. So I'm getting a, uh, Mickey ornament and a wine wrap? Uh, you will be getting a hot cocoa and a snowflake. (laughs) Okay, then. Actually, the snowflakes are very cool. They have templates with step-by-step instructions. It looks like it involves exacto knives. Oh, so, I don't know if you're allowed to use those. You know, it's not just scissors. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very intricate. All right. It's a little dangerous. All right, and then the Disney Cruise Line has some digital wallpaper that they released for Castaway Club members. And a Castaway Club member, if you don't know, is just someone who has cruised before on Disney Cruise Line. That's right. Um, you know, it, it's, it's actually... You just have to get to the link and you can get the wallpaper. <laughs> so it's really not just for Castaway Club members, but it, it does say Castaway Club on it. Um, it's a very nice uh, artist rendition of the Disney dream. Uh, Mickey is in Santa's sleigh and he is just passing over the uh, stern of the ship. So it's uh, very nice. And this will be going into my Disney wallpaper slash Zoom background collection. Fun. Uh, the Disneyland Paris Advent Calendar that we talked about has uh, a new day has been opened. That's right. Uh, and, and actually, it's from Friday. Okay. Um, but it was a do-it-yourself Christmas sweater that involves no gluing and no sewing. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of a sweater doesn't require sewing Well, or it is, even gluing. I will tell you that Margot from You Make Fashion will show you how to make a, a sweater that pays tribute to one of Margot's favorite park decorations. Do you know what that is? A Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. So Isabel and I talked about this a little, and with no sewing and no gluing, we've decided it's a green sheet with a head and arms cut out and some ornaments stapled to it. That very well could be what it is. All right, perfect. It did not say no stapling. (laughs) Exactly. All right, and then uh, again, back to Disney Cruise Line. They released some recipes so that you can have a tropical holiday at home. That's right. This is another Disney magical moments. Uh, And they are uh, frozen drink recipes from Castaway Key. Once again, Castaway Key uh, being mentioned. Um, And they're all based on Olaf. So it is the recipe for warm hugs, Sven's carrot delight, worth melting for, and the frozen heart beverage. So... If you've got some kids, these are uh, some fun drinks. Oh, there's no booze in them? Uh, They are non-alcoholic. Ah, darn. You know, one of them does include pina colada mix, but that's just the mix and not the alcohol. Mm. I'm sure if you wanted to, you could- I feel like you could probably add some rum to that. You could add some uh, rum to pretty much everything, Perfect. Yeah, and that'd be good for you. Or tequila. Yeah, I don't feel like tequila goes with tropical beverages. All right, well, I'm not a drinker. No, you're not. 
On the Disney Parks blog, they have what's coming to Disneyland Paris in 2021. That's right. 2021 is going to be a busy year for Paris should they ever actually uh, reopen in uh, February like they're planning to. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do have a new, well, refurbished resort coming. Um, The old, what used to be the old Disney Hotel New York is now known uh, as Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. It is the first hotel dedicated entirely to the celebration of Marvel art. Um, It's going to have one of the publicly largest public viewable collections of Marvel artwork in the world. It will include three full-size armors of Iron Man's. Oh, that's neat. So that is kind of cool. In the parks, they will also be getting um, the new Disney Junior Dream Factory, which is a musical show in a theater, which involves a lot of the Disney uh, Junior characters including Mickey and Minnie Mouse, Fancy Nancy, Vampirina, and Timon from the Lion Guard series. Um, And then we've already spoken about in Disneyland, uh, Paris's Hollywood Studios Park. They are getting a bit of a refurb, and they will be getting uh, their Cars attraction with Cartastrophe Cartastrophe Canyon in 2021. Fun. So if you can make it over to Gay Paris, that uh, might be a fun place I don't even know if they're going to be letting us in. So these all sound lovely, but... I mean, what's the reality of us really getting there this year, um, next year? I don't know the French word for zero. Yeah, right? <laughs> but uh, that's... But we know all about it anyway. Are. We do. Uh, another thing we're finding out some more about, and something we might actually get to go to, is the Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot and Disney World. That's right. 2021, March 3rd, will be the first day of the Taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, presented by Advent Health. Nice. It's not presented by Advent Health. Oh, you I just, like I to just say continue that. to add that on. Right. Um, so coming back again this year is the uh, Flower and Garden Festival. It will feature garden fresh cuisines, gardens, topiaries. Um, it will be flowers and flavors from around the world. Um, some of your favorite character topiaries are coming back from Mickey and Donald to Remy, Anna, Elsa, Lady and the Tramp, and Figment. Uh, the horticulture team is already working on uh, the topiaries. And then um, there will be 20 outdoor outdoor kitchens, food, and beverage locations set up. And if you are a child, you'll be able to participate in Spike's Pollen Nation Exploration, which is a springtime scavenger hunt featuring Spike, uh, Spike the honeybee. He's very cute. He is very cute. So uh, th- those are the dates. You know we're going to have the Garden Rocks uh, musical series mentioned at some point when they nail down the guests. But um, for now, we just know that the dates are going to be March 3rd through July 5th. The release of the Garden Rocks um, presenters or performers, I'm sorry, um, is always amusing because, you know, there's gaps and, you know, not there's um, they're not announced yet. And then they fill in and then they change. It's always a good time. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Josh Damaro was in Disneyland and he. Uh, released some information about his Disneyland visit. Yeah, he just a couple posts on Instagram about his day. Uh, and his big thing was he wanted to note that uh, the cast members did put a Christmas tree in Walt's apartment. Nice. So they did decorate for the holidays, even though nobody's in the parks. Um, and, you know, he's hoping that they get back to uh, back to normal very soon. Yeah. Yeah. We all are. Um, Disney World has released their park hours through March 6th. Yep. Uh, park hours through March 6th. You know, it's kind of the standard. It's kind of dumb because it's like yeah. park hours through March 6th 
and then subject gonna, to change. And then we're going to change them again. So, so it means nothing. Magic Kingdom is open from 9 to 6, Epcot 11 to 7, Hollywood Studios 10 to 7, Animal Kingdom from 9 to 5. Disney Springs will be open from 10 to 10 on Sunday through Thursday, and then 10 to 11 on Friday and Saturday. I feel like the only one that really sticks with it is Disney, is Disney Springs. Disney Springs, right. Yeah. Everything else is pretty much uh, at, a, on, on, at the whim uh, and Disney's imagination. Whenever they decide to change the hours, they change the hours. Right. Um, Epcot's Eastern Security Station is now open. That's what, a screening station? It is. It is the... Um, Screening station that is the East Security Pavilion, um, which is now finished and open. Uh, Do you want to tell everyone where the Eastern Security Station is? It's closer to the bus loop. That is true. I had to ask this question. Yes. So uh, that uh, pavilion was recently refurbished and painted. Um, So, uh, you know, that will help smooth things out at entry as now there's additional security points to go through. Nice. Zach Ridley... Uh, our new favorite Imagineer, has an update on the new Epcot fountain. That's right. It is the new fountain, which goes back and pays homage to the old fountain. Uh, so it uh, goes back. It's in the same location the fountain was originally in front of Spaceship Earth. Um, it is now fully functioning. Um, and uh, it is uh, geometric designs. There's a lot of angles to it. Um, so the fountain, along with new acrylic pylons, will complete the work being done to Epcot's entrance area. So that should be open soon. I mean, I love a fountain, but we saw it. And it's nothing to get excited about. No. No. It's just the fact that it's out where the original fountain was and they took out the Leave a Legacy tiles. Which is good. Yes. Um, now, if only they would bring back my dancing water at the other fountain, which no longer exists. Right. Then I would be happy. I think I'm just not going to be happy. Okay, um, in Epcot, the Lotus Blossom Cafe is going to have a seasonal closure. That's right. The Lotus Blossom Cafe is in the China Pavilion uh, in Epcot. Um, They reopened back in October, and their schedule has fluctuated, uh, with them pretty much being open exclusively on weekends. Uh, About a week ago, cast members noted that uh, daily operation would resume until the new year, and then it would be closing afterwards. Um, So... uh, It'll close a little bit after New Year's, um, and some of that has to do with the fact that there is going to be the Painted Panda Food Studio for the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts, okay. presented by Advent Health, mm-hmm. uh, from January 8th through February 22nd. So you will be able to get your, your Chinese food, um, just Yeah, but that's not... more like a small plates kind of thing, right? Yeah. I mean, the Lotus uh, Blossom was your typical takeout Right. Chinese food. Yep. You know, it was a quick service. So it's very surprising that they close, but I guess the numbers aren't there. It must be one of the least uh, popular places right. to eat. In but a, combine in that with the fact that the sit-down, the full-service restaurant in China is not open. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it never got rave reviews. It's just Chinese food. Right. Literally anywhere in the United States, you can get the same, probably better Chinese food. So. Whoa. Whoa. That's uh, that's big talk there. I don't think so. I mean, it was very mediocre Chinese food. Okay. Okay. In Hollywood Studios, they have a new Sprite droid cart. That's right. The Sprite droid cart has been only previously seen at Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. I mean, you can't get the Sprite droid cart anywhere in the United States. No. There's only one place. Well, now two. No. The other place isn't open. Well, that's true. (laughs) That is true. It will be open at some point. Um, but there is now a droid sprite cart. 
Um, it joins the Coke and Diet Coke carts in Galaxy's Edge in Walt Disney World. Um, and these are self-propelled beverage carts that appear to be driven be driven by um, a Star Wars astromech droid, um, but they're really just remote-controlled uh, beverage carts. Can you buy something from them? Yeah, beverages. How do you buy it if there's no one working it? Uh, there is someone working it once it's in position, but when it wheels through the park, it's automated. I understand. Yeah. It would be much cooler if, if a, a droid, droid sold, sold it to you. And like it, it shot out. Yeah, basically like just a vending machine, I guess, mm-hmm. but... Well, that would be a pretty expensive vending machine. I mean, they're pretty expensive sodas. They are. They're like $5. Uh But they serve them to you, and they look like a a thermal detonator. Right. It looks like a bomb. Thermal detonator. Right. Just what I want for $5. And it's very tiny. You do not get a lot of soda in there. You don't. All right. Um, Oh, the Mara at Animal Kingdom Lodge, that's their quick service, is going to be open for the holiday season. That's right. Beginning on on, uh, December 23rd, they will be open for the final two weeks of the year, and they will be closing after January 2nd. They will be open from 7.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. daily for breakfast. Um, Breakfast is going to just be small items such as yogurt, fruit cups, and assorted bakery items. So it sounds like their grills will not be... Super lame. Yeah. Why bother? Really, why bother? Because the only thing that's open at Animal Kingdom Lodge is their um, DVC property. How's that cookie? I'm sorry. It's, you know, it's the holidays. It is. If you're not eating cookies most of the time, you're doing it wrong. Okay. Okay. Mm, what am I trying to say? I, I don't know. You're just you're just talking about the Mara and, and Animal Kingdom and their food options. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'm done with my cookie. So it's dumb that they're open for, for such silly little things because they're a DVC property. So everybody there has either a kitchen or like a kitchenette. So one would think you would have gone to the grocery store and bought, like, at least yogurts. Right. Yeah, I don't... If they were serving you breakfast sandwiches or something, it would be nice. Okay. So another similar thing. Um, well, this one's open now for good, we hope. At Coronado Springs, El Mercado de, del Coronado has now opened. They opened on Friday. Um, they have some... I don't want to really call them limited hours. They're closed after lunchtime. So they're open from 7 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And then again from 4.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. These are similar hours to what they have over at Cafe Rick's, which is their like grab-and-go area. And El Mercado is now offering only grab-and-go items as well, uh, but they have a few more options than they do at Cafe Rick's. Yeah, and their breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Well... I don't know what Cafe Rick's... I think they had similar hours. Yeah. Yeah, they did. hmm But by lunch, I guess they serve breakfast from maybe 7 to 11 and then lunch from 11 to 12.30. I guess. I mean, when I was down there, they do. They did hot food, though. They mm-hmm. were making um, breakfast sandwiches over at um, El Mercado and then putting them on a little cart and wheeling them over to the little like, keep warm area at Cafe okay. Rick's. So okay. at least they were offering warm breakfast sandwiches. Right. Um, at Beaches and Cream, they have now closed their to-go counter. That's right. Um, just a notice posted today on Sunday that uh, the to-go counter would be unavailable as of today. No reason, no yeah, explanation. That, that stinks. Um, table service is currently open from 11.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. It's hard to get into, though, like almost it impossible. It is. So, bummer. 
I would hate to have planned like, you know, to, to leave the backside of Epcot and walk over to the, there and figure you're going to get something from the Beaches and Cream to go window only to get over there and find out that, yeah, they're closed. There's not a lot of options for food right now either. There's not. If, especially if you're staying at the Beach Club. If you're at the Yacht Club, whatever their little uh, quick service is, is open over there. But you have to walk from the Beach Club over to that to get like quick service food. Right. That stinks because I, I think that that was, I think Beaches and Cream takeout window was kind of one of their... Was it maybe they're even only fast food option? They have a small uh, food thing in there. Little market thing? In their, just like the Yacht Club. The okay. Yacht Beach Club, a very similar. Okay. Uh, yeah, it still food stinks. Air, food options. How are we supposed to get your ice cream? Right. How are we supposed to get that fabulous No Way Jose peanut butter sundae? Um, the exterior of the Swan Reserve Hotel is now nearing completion. Yep. Uh, exterior's up. Uh, looks nice. Uh, the Disney World Swan Reserve is the new sister resort to the Swan and Dolphin. Um, the building has a wave theme uh, paneling, I guess, on the on the outside of it's it. It's a facade. Ah, look at you, just because you're an engineering employee and your company does this. I'm just an administrative assistant, but yeah. I read a lot of reports. Okay. <laughs> um, it looks like construction right now is just on the top floor. Uh, and that everything else below that has been completed. So uh, they should be wrapping everything up uh, very soon. Okay. It, it, well, it's scheduled to open July 2021. So there's still time to do the interior stuff. But right. external stuff will be done. I mean, it's attractive, you know, but it's nondescript. Mm-hmm. It's very, um, I don't know. Plain. It, yeah. It could be a hotel anywhere. Right. Which, I mean, it's similar to like the Swan and Dolphin, except for those big swan and, and fish dolphin on fish. top. Yeah. Uh, the Fit to Run, which is a store that we had talked a little bit about, is now open in Disney Springs. That's right. It is opened in the town center portion of the uh, uh, Disney Springs area. Uh, they used to be on the west side, um, but they have now reopened in the spot where Lucky Brand used to be. So they do have, um, you know, everything runners could want. Uh, they actually have a special treadmill that measures a runner's gait. Uh, which is the length of your stride. So they will uh, check that out. To oh, get, so you go sure and you walk or run on this treadmill and then it'll tell you what shoes are best for you or something? It's, it's part of the process. I'm sure you can just walk in there and buy a pair of sneakers if well, you yeah. want. And if you want some more detailed um, more detailed information, you know, they can scan your feet to determine what type of orthotics you might need in your shoes. When I go to Disney, you know what I want to do? Get orthotics. I want to go buy orthotics. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping next time to get uh, fitted for hearing aids while, Ooh, nice. while I'm in Disney. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they've got everything that runners could need from sneakers to accessories and water bottles, cushion socks. Um, they do have a rewards pro- program. Um, cost you $30 a year, but you do get a discounted club price on the items. Um, and then they've got, you know, stuff to help you after you've run, such as resistance, band, resistance and stretch bands, massage balls, and travel rollers as well as energy gels and shoes. Oh, good times. Yeah. That's, okay. That's why I don't run. Because you don't have the right orthotics? Well, yeah, that and, you know, I, I don't like to do the stretches and the recovery. Oh, I see. Shop Disney is going to launch a Stitch merchandise collection. That's right. Last year we had the mini um, the mini collection, which was, what was that? That was mini the main attraction. Uh, and, and and every month they would put out a different mini themed after a different attraction. Well, 2021, it's going to be Stitch Crashes Disney. 
um, that was released on Instagram by the Disney Store UK as a teaser today. So I'm sure we will get more information on this. Uh, they just said, you know, say aloha to our new monthly collection inspired by Stitch launching January 2021. Keep an eye on our social channels for more details in the new year. All right. The uh, Google app has now introduced a Baby Yoda feature. That's right. If you have the Google app on your Android or uh, Apple phone, you can get the Google Google app, which has an augmented reality Baby Yoda feature. Uh, so so what, will he like dance around on my dining room table? He, he, you find a flat surface, you put him down there, and then you can walk around it, and it's a 3D representation of uh, Grogu. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And if you don't catch your wife at the right mood when you try to do it, um, she will yell at you. Yeah, when she's trying to clean a messy kitchen and yeah. not getting help and someone is just standing there trying to play with Baby Yoda around her. <laughs> yeah, she gets cranky. Yeah, Isabel. <laughs> There's uh, something new. Well, lots of new things coming to Disney Plus in the new year. So what do we have coming? That's right. Well, you know, we just finished up with The Mandalorian Chapter 16. Uh, that came out last week. Um, we do have uh, Soul coming up on the 25th on Christmas Day. That's a big um, Pixar release. But also on Christmas Day, we have a movie called Burrow, uh, which is about a young <gasps> rabbit embarking on a journey oh. to dig the burrow of her dreams. I mean, I like rabbits, but my second, well, maybe my first favorite, that's a tie Okay. between rabbits and donkeys. All right. I was kind of hoping it was a movie about a donkey, but I guess I'll take a rabbit. All right. Um, we do have, coming in January, Marvel Studios Legends, which is a new series that revisits some of the most iconic moments from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, one character at a time. And this first episode will kick off with Wanda and the Vision, uh, which coincidentally, on January 15th, WandaVision premieres um, on Disney+. Plus. That is the first show, uh, first Disney streaming show centered around the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, later in January on the 22nd, we've got popcorn, Pixar popcorn premiere, which is some of Pixar's, uh, characters returning in bite-sized stories. Okay. So they're just little popcorn shorts. Um, January 29th, I know you're not a fan of this. ABC's Dinosaurs will be premiering on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I remember that show. That, because that was, we used to watch that in my house, um, as a family, when I was probably, I don't know, I don't know what year that came out. I want to say I was probably 10 or 12. Mm -hmm. And, we, you know, we'd sit down and watch it as a family. But it was pretty awful. Yeah. Well, seasons one through four will be available on uh, January 29th. What do you think, Poppy? Should we get together and watch that horrible show again? Uh, I believe that's the one where um, MacGyver, MacGyver dies. dies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's a ton of new stuff coming. Um, you know, always something new to look forward to on Disney+. Plus. Right. Um, so there's some news that Disney might not be paying royalties to some novelists that apparently deserve it. Yeah. So they're novelists, um, like Alan Dean Foster, who, if you've ever read any of the Star Wars books, he's done some novelizations for them. Um, they are Star Wars, Indiana Jones and Buffy the Vampire novelists. Who knew there was Buffy the Vampire uh, Slayer novels out there? <laughs> um, but uh, apparently these authors have not received royalties since Disney purchased Lucasfilm and 20th Century Fox. Now, the Lucasfilm purchase was years ago. Right. 20th Century Fox is relatively recent. Um, so the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America is uh, spearheading a charge against Disney to see what's going on. 
Uh, the Wall Street Journal has addressed it with a couple of articles. Um, and then Disney has responded to the Wall Street Journal by saying that they are reviewing whether royalty payments may have been missed as a result of acquisition integration. And if they are being missed, they will take appropriate remedial steps to resolve the issue. Yeah, it's probably just, uh, you know, a little transaction getting lost in a huge company. Right. You know, it happens. You know, those Buffy the Vampire uh, Slayer authors, uh, the, the $3 royalty checks. Right. You know, it's, it's probably month. small potatoes, maybe not, you know, $3, but, you know, it might be a few hundred dollars here and a few hundred dollars there. And that's just not even probably registering right. with the Disney company. You know, the fact that it wasn't getting paid, if, if they didn't know it was supposed to, if it wasn't on the book somewhere, you know, they wouldn't know. Yep. Um, Give Kids the World Village, which is a, a wonderful place and a great organization, is going to be reopening in January. That's right. January 17th, after 10 months of closure, uh, Give Kids the World's Village will be reopening. They have... Uh, they will be in implementing some new safety measures, um, and they have um, guidance on the scale and staging of reopening related to masking, social distancing, handwashing, food service facilities, cleaning, crowd management, and trans transportation. Uh, Give Kids the World has implemented all these recommendations, and they are ready to uh, handle their guests who are medically complex children and their visitor uh, and their family families. Yeah, so they can visit the village safely. So uh, they are ready to reopen. For those of you who don't know, Give Kids the World is a village where a lot of the Make-A-Wish families stay uh, when they visit uh, Walt Disney World or Universal or anything in Central Florida. Um, their uh, rooms... Yeah, they're, they're uh, equipped they're, there. They're, right, they have medical facilities. They have nursing staff, so... Uh, you know, if you're bringing a kid with special needs or a family with special needs, these needs can be addressed at Give Kids the World Village. Right. I mean, there are some people that could not possibly go and stay in either a rental home or a hotel room. It just doesn't have the medical facilities that they that they need there. So um, it's set up for, you know, they can bring in a variety of different things to, to meet the needs of, of these kids who, who are coming in. Right. And we've donated to their uh, cause before. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a great organization. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then our last story, it's in Universal News. Super Nintendo World has been confirmed. Um, well, we, we, we knew that this was coming. Um, Nintendo, there's supposed to be a Nintendo component of the Epic Universe, which is the fourth park that they're going to be opening in Orlando, but that has been put on hold. Uh, but Mario creator uh, Shigeru Miyamoto uh, recently gave fans a preview of Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan, and that's going to open February 4th. He also confirmed that Super Nintendo World is coming to Universal Parks in both Orlando and Hollywood. Um, so that is exciting. Uh, in August, it had been reported that Super Nintendo World construction has already begun at Universal Studios Hollywood, um, and uh, the Nintendo section is still slated to be in Epic Universe, which they're saying is going to open in 2023. Uh, but who knows how that gets uh, pushed back because of the pandemic. They still yeah. haven't even broken ground on yeah, that Yeah, it might get pushed back a year. I mean, the pandemic pushed everything back a year, so. Right. All right. All right. So this is Christmas week. Uh, Christmas is on Friday, so we will only have shows Monday and Wednesday of this week. Um, so 
you know, yeah. enjoy your holiday yeah. with whichever family members you are able to be with. That's right. And Zoom with the rest of them. That's right. All right. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.